Welcome to the Hey OK Ha Happy Hour episode 30, whatever the fuck it is. How are you doing? Bottoms up. Cheers to you. Clink, clink, clink. I'm drinking a nice little iced coffee. Like a, like a productive member of society. And you, what are you doing? I'll tell you what you're doing. You're listening to some guy talking to his phone who's parked in a RAV4 underneath I-95 in South Philadelphia. That's what you're doing. Um, and I am doing the thing that you are listening to that I just described. Can you hear the uh, the traffic above? There's a little parking lot beneath uh, off Snyder Avenue. You got to like a street that shares your name. And you know, a little parking spot. I needed to get some shade. And I don't want to yell crazy opinions into my phone in my apartment with my paper thin walls. Neighbors, people think I'm. You just, just don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that. No. What you do is you want to hear that in your ear pod. AirPod? That's less annoying. No, oh, what the fuck? I should be watching uh, basketball right now, but the players are on strike on account of the cops keep killing people. And they're like, um, if you keep killing people, we're not going to put balls through hoops. And then the baseball players were like, we're all, if you keep killing people and the basketball players aren't playing, we're not playing either. And now uh, sports is on, on hiatus. So I... I guess we're back in that part of the cycle where it's uh, uh, protests. So we do when we do four weeks of coronavirus, and we do four weeks of protest coverage, and we do four weeks of corona. It's the old, it's the old two-step, the old two-step. Um, it's like a guy cycling on uh, what are the steroids. Is that what they do? They cycle. They do them. You know, they stick a needle up their ass. I guess not up their ass, in their ass, flesh. Clearly, I am not on steroids, so I have no idea how that shit works. But I believe you need to do it a lot and then stop doing it for some time before you ever do it again. I think that's what the media is doing with the coronavirus. Because they know, right? If they just did this nonstop for six months, like just nonstop, six months. No little one-month, two-week break for protest in June or May and no no break for protest in August if it was just continuous by now we would have been like what the fuck are we so afraid of this is nuts but you know they'll shut up about it for a couple weeks turn the spotlight on to some other controversy and then there'll be a, a new spike they'll call it we got a third spike or maybe they'll call it the second wave it's a new wave and I ran, I ran so far away, but the virus got me anyway. That's going to be the new wave. Got the new wave, we got spikes, but they're going to shut up about it for the next two weeks because it's back to the protest. Back to the protesting. I did not watch the video. Um, I, I just don't like watching videos of people dying. It's, it's just the. Doesn't, doesn't leave a good feeling in the old body after you watch somebody die IRL on the video screen. I don't know, I don't know why you do it. Um, 
Can I tell you the first time I saw a real a real death on camera was the old Bud Dwyer suicide. You know Bud Dwyer. That's why I say, hey man, nice shot. Filter wrote a song about him. He was being uh, investigated for some financial shenanigans. Some politician dude in, I don't know, some municipality in Ohio. Maybe it was Pennsylvania. Whatever the fuck it was. In the grand scheme of things, a minor little financial embezzlement scuttlefuck. And he's on camera in front of TV, the local news, bunch of cameras. He pulls out a, at a press conference. He pulls out a brown manila envelope. Reaches into the envelope, pulls out a revolver, and you hear people go, no, no, don't do it. He pulls it up, puts it in his mouth, pulls the old trigger, head snaps back, and he slouches down. And I remember thinking, man, that's what it looks like. Oh. Just blood coming out of his nose. The presence of mind that cameraman had, man. I I couldn't be... You see that? You If I was... Filming that shit, the second after he pulled the trigger, that camera would be shaken, and you'd probably hear me fucking cry out like a little girl. It'd be embarrassing. You'd never see the footage. I would burn it. But uh, So I did not watch the video of the guy getting shot seven times in the back, which I don't even know what we're arguing about at this point. How is that remotely acceptable? How? What? Well, he had a, a knife. And I was, he was walking to the car and he had a weapon in the car and he once raped a lady and the, uh, what, that doesn't fucking, it's turning hypocrites into us all. Everybody's, this whole year, this whole year, everybody's a fucking hypocrite, right? Uh, I don't care what side of the political aisle you're on, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, whatever the fuck you are. It's like they're systematically creating scenarios, narratives, and arguments that's making everybody sell out their principles. First, we had anti-sexual harassment, Me Too, Democratic feminist liberals telling us we need to vote for an accused rapist. Okay? Then we had conservative, we need to save the children from pedophiles, telling me I need to vote for one of Epstein's associates who was once sued for raping a 13-year-old girl in Epstein's home. That would be Trump. So that's two pretty glaring hypocrisies, right? And now we got pro-police libertarians who apparently there's nothing that armed government agents can do that they won't approve of, including, apparently, shooting citizens in the back seven times on camera. You realize it's... And the fucking knee-jerk reaction to automatically try to dig up shit on the victim, it's... If that shit's true, it doesn't matter. You don't get the death penalty without a jury. (laughs) You don't... Well, actually, more white people get shot by the police per year than black people. It's like, yeah, that's actually true. What's your point? That's even more argument against this nonsense. And by the way, that's because there's more white people in the country, okay? By like eightfold. Proportionally, there should be eight times as many white people killed by police as black people, but there's not. Obviously, you're much more likely to be killed by a police officer if you're black. Why the fuck are we having this argument? And I know, because I see both sides. I'm either hanging out with extremely white 
people in white areas of the country, or I'm hanging out with, I don't know, extremely black. That sounds kind of weird, but you get what I'm saying. And I see both sides seeing the other side as the most in the most negative fucking light, which is weird because in reality it's nothing like what you see. Fucking so, if there's fucking white people out there right now, they think all black people are sitting around trying to riot and loot and have this irrational fear and hatred of police. All right, and there's black people out there that think there's white people in the rural areas who for no fucking and it's understandable why they feel this way because if I pull up my social media all this shit is divide and conquer nonsense that they're pumping to both sides and guess who's not getting much scrutiny because of this shit ironically the government and police the the force behind all this nonsense is not getting scrutinized Okay, because even the BLM fucking movement, that seems to be captured, owned, and controlled by whiteies like George Soros, and they always seem to deflect attention away from actual police brutality to identity politic bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a single NBA player on the back of his jersey that had end police brutality. It was all this vague, like get out the vote for the Democratic Party shit. None of it was addressing the actual issue. Yeah, you got to go vote for the guy that passed the 1994 crime bill and his vice presidential candidate who threw more brown people in jail than fucking your average slave catcher in the 1840s. What the fuck are we doing? Both sides. It should should be citizens, black, white, yellow, brown, whatever, whatever against government, the source of all this nonsense, all of this nonsense, the lockdown, all this shit, this economic collapse, this was a government-created, fucked-up situation. The virus didn't choose to shut down economies. Government did. But we had to save lives. Shut up. Nobody believes that anymore. It's We're going on September now. You're wrong. This was the common cold. We've been split up into two camps now There's there, regarding the virus. There's, this, there's the smug contrarians on one side, yours truly included, and on the other side would be the, uh, the gullible halfwits. And I think most people find themselves in the middle, right? We got the smug contrarians on one side going, why the fuck are you freaking out over the common cold? If you look at the actual data, it's not, there's not more people dying of respiratory illnesses issue than last year. This is nonsense. You wouldn't even notice it if it wasn't in the media and governments weren't locking down. You got those smug bastards on one side. And then I said, you got these gullible halfwits who are just constantly afraid we're all going to fucking mask it or casket. <laughs> You're going to die if you don't... How funny. And so now most people in the middle who used to be, you know, pretty scared, now they're realizing there's not really a reason to be scared. And the only people still freaking out about this are like kind of embarrassingly unintelligent. I don't want to be mean, but, you know, the ones, uh, not the brightest bulbs, freaking out about this still, like it's the plague. And the people in the middle, though, they don't want to fucking call bullshit on this because that means they'd have to come over to the side of the smug contrarians like me. And who the fuck wants to hang out with us? I mean, listen to me. You don't want to be one of them. You don't want to be like me. 
You come across like a heartless asshole. Fuck that. No, you want to be a good person. So you're going to kind of side with the dummies. You're going to keep, you know, keep your mouth shut while you listen to these idiots fucking bray about masks and think they're going to fucking die when the average age of a COVID death is the same average age of death in general. It's not killing young people. You're freaking out over nothing and have been for going on a fucking year now. When the fuck are you going to wake up, right? They don't want to come over to this side. They don't want to listen to that. So they're going to stay in the middle. So there's a bunch of people right now just frozen. I don't know what the fuck to believe now. They thought we were all going to die. Apparently we're not. Um, so the, sensing that, it seems the national press has shifted, pivoted over to the fucking protest again. There's no shortage of video videos of uh, cops killing motherfuckers. You could release one every day if you wanted to. It's like, no, wait, wait, wait until Tuesday. COVID's losing legs. So we got pro-redcoat patriots, pro-police libertarians. We got pro-pedophilic uh, president, save the children conservatives. And we got pro-rapist feminists in the Democratic Party. What the fuck is next? Huh? Excuse me. I can't even think of a funny example that's absurd because none of them are more absurd then what the fuck is going on right now? What am I trying to do? Am I just trying to say that I'm the only non-hypocrite left standing? No, I'm not trying to say that. I guess I kind of am by implication. I'm just a guy standing on the sideline looking at this shit going, how the fuck is it not obvious we're all being hypocrites? Why? Oh, it gets, it really bites my balls. Grinds my gears. I think that was what I was trying to say. Bites my balls is a, that might work. That might work. What else is going on besides this? This has been a recurring theme for fucking six months now. Virus, riots, virus, riots, virus, riots, right? And then we still blame the protesters for these riots, despite all the evidence coming up. There's agent provocateurs and police doing this shit. Do we ever go after? No, we keep using it to discredit police. Who the fuck would be against protests at this point? How the fuck are you going to stand aside and watch your fucking family members, cousins, uh, have to talk to your kids about the possibility of being murdered by a government agent and, and not protest? How the fuck do you not, I don't know, maybe get a little upset? I get it. That being said, I don't like, I don't agree with the NBA striking. Um, not because of the, not in principle, but I just need entertainment. I need to watch people much more talented than me perform tasks that I cannot do so I can derive pleasure from it. So shake of the finger NBA at the NBA. Uh, actually, and really, what does it do? What does it do if you stop, if you don't play basketball? I guess we talk about it more, but we were already talking about it. It's not like we're going to talk about it more because the NBA went on strike. Only thing that changes is we go, oh, yeah, and the NBA also went on strike while we're talking about the thing we would already be talking about. So I'm not sure what the fuck that does. It's not like you're going to take time off playing basketball to go fucking... I don't even know what you would do practically to to stop this shit. The only thing they're saying right now is vote. Like, you got to vote. And... I don't know, man. If we're going to vote, let's, like, go all out. I still say we have a 
a referendum on the entire system. Like, yes or no, should we defund, not just the police, defund the entire structure and revamp it with totally new people in place. I don't care if you're working in the fucking post office right now. If you got a government job right now, you're done. You're done. It's time to go fucking build an app. Time to go sling some siding. Time to go learn how to fucking change oil. Time to go get another fucking job. Because you, 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 I'm sorry, it might, it's probably not your fault. You're just a low-level functionary in the federal government. But the problem is that bad that we need to, we need to kill the patient. We need to... Uh, we need to kill the patient and replace it with another patient. Uh, I think we should draft the next, whatever class, the next, our next group of so-called leaders should be drafted, right? There should be an age minimum of, I don't know, you should be between the ages of 45 and 55. I don't want you a day older than 55 and not a day younger than 45. Sorry. And you are ineligible if you've ever run for office, okay? You're also ineligible if you want this job. Every position must be filled by somebody between the ages of 45 and 55 who does not want to be in politics, okay? Those are the people that will make the best decisions because they might actually think about what the fuck is going to work, all right? If you leave it up to, like, whoever wants it runs, it just is a self-selected group of power-hungry narcissists. Like, that's never going to work out well. It might, you might squeeze a few years, maybe even a couple decades of good governance out of that system, but it, over the decades and generations, it's just gonna, it's like Darwin. It's just going to select the shittiest of the shitty to the point where you have a cabal of pedophiles running shit operating on blackmail. <laughs> oh, is that true? Or is that still a conspiracy theory might be a hypothesis hypo hypothesis oh man have you noticed when it's hot outside I fucking rant and rave I'm sorry guys I take a drink of my coffee so we got smug contrarians versus the just recapping here. Smug contrarians versus the gullible halfwits. Okay. We got we got libertarians riding that blue dick. They're actually riding that red coat dick. Right? They think they think they're riding blue dick, but they're actually riding red coat dick. Same guys that are that are defending shooting a guy seven times in the back. Same guys that would be defending the British red coats at the Boston Massacre. Well, you should have dumped out the tea. Well, what'd you say to them? I mean, you ever notice that? Ever notice that patriots that don't break the law don't get shot by redcoats? We can't defund the redcoats. Otherwise, there'd be crime. Really? You don't have a big enough imagination to figure out a way around uh, not having armed government agents murder you without penalty. That's the thing. That's the other thing. The counterpoint to the fucking protest would be like, they'd pull up some example of this white girl was murdered by a black man. Why aren't we protesting? It's like, you don't protest individual crimes. Why would you do that? Protest, protest government policy. That's, that's, people think the 
BLM protesters are protesting like racism. I think they've been hoodwinked into phrasing there like that, but they're. I think they started out protesting police brutality and police not getting penalized for that. In other words, it seemed to be part of the policy. Why the fuck would you protest somebody getting murdered, getting arrested for the murder, and put in prison? Why? How? What is there to protest? I don't get it. I don't get it. It's my team, your team. That's what the fuck it is. Red tie, blue tie. Black skin, white skin. Hey, I'm wearing this meat suit. You're wearing that meat suit. People wear my meat suit. I can relate to them. They must be the good guys. And human experience must only be reserved to them. You have that other meat suit on. You must experience the reality in a much different way. In a way that antagonizes me. Therefore, I'm just going to assume everything that happens to you is your fault and you're evil. Both sides doing that fucking shit. I don't care if it's the color of your fucking shirt or your skin. You're both fucking doing it. And I'm going to fucking die on this hill. Because it's fucking ridiculous. Settle down. Hey, you heard the last fucking podcast. Do you know who that was I was talking to? That was my ex-girlfriend of 10 fucking years. Do you know how hard it is to get along with your ex-anything? It's not easy. Guess what? She's not my gender. She's female. She's not my race. She's black. She's not my nationality. She's a, she's a, If I can get along with my fucking ex-girlfriend, who's not my gender or my race, you stupid fucks can get along and at least agree that the police shooting citizens in the back seven times is a bad thing and it warrants protest. You dumb fucks. Sorry. You're not dumb. You're not dumb. Dumber than you are. I am dumber than you are. Not calmer, though. Sitting on a dock in the bay, screaming obscenities into a phone. There's a food truck right there, but it's closed. I could use some food. What minute are we at? 22 minutes? 22 fucking minutes. Boy, time flies by when you're... What the fuck am I doing? Is this what people who, who, uh, who go into therapy do? Do they just sit on a couch and unload their, their thoughts? Probably. That's why being a therapist is an overrated job. You don't really need to know what the fuck you're doing. You just need to shut the fuck up. Ask a leading question here or there. And let the dumb fucks just keep talking. Isn't that right? Dunkin' Donuts cup of iced coffee. That's right. Uh, That's how you go insane. You gotta, you gotta be self-aware. You can't be talking into a fucking phone underneath an overpass in Philadelphia. By the way, have you noticed Philadelphia's been pretty fucking calm this whole time? Is that pretty interesting? Pretty calm over here in Philadelphia through thick and thin through this whole shit. Minneapolis can't keep their shit together, though. Boy, they, there was a guy that committed suicide. They fucking pumped that shit out. Probably try to... I can't talk. I sound drunk, don't I? Probably try to... Probably try to ride up some... Some, some protest riots so they can justify the police clamp now. Um, no, they fucking started rioting last night over the, a video of a, a guy killing himself. Word spread that the dude had been shot by the police. And they're like, fuck this. They said, you know, went to the rioting. 
Gotta go riot. Riot, riot, riot. Philadelphia, pretty calm. All right, before all this shit went down, if I asked you, what's a nice, polite, a nice and calm, even-keeled city, you would not say Philadelphia. That wouldn't be on top of your list. You'd probably go, oh, Minnesota. Oh, yeah, they're, they're so, they're so hunky-dory. I'm Minnesota. I bet you didn't think they would do that shit, but they did, didn't they? They sure did. Philadelphia's been, been calm. <sighs> that one's for you, uh, Philly. The second I leave the city, it's all gonna, it's all gonna come, it's all gonna come to a head. I can, I can feel it. Yep. It's only calm because I'm here. Um, I'm obviously joking. Um, what other city is go Portland? Portland's going to hell. I've got enough vitamin D. So if we talk about this already, I feel like it's been in the air. The Portland. Ever been to Portland? And it's not a happy place. It's too. I don't know. It's like if a wet dog was a city, it would be Portland. Like it's a wet dog. I'm not saying it's rainy. I'm just saying it's wet. Not saying it smells like wet dogs. I'm just saying there are a lot of homeless white people with man buns. Boy, the man bun hairstyle has really revolutionized white homelessness. They've really, you know, some of these homeless dudes look pretty stylish with their man buns and their uh, peeling sunburns and their lawn chairs and cardboard box fucking marker. Do these guys get the $600 a week unemployment? What are we doing here? Boy, you live long enough. Things really change. When I was a boy, when I was a child, when I was a wee lad, and I saw a homeless man or men or whatever, and I don't want to bring race back into the equation after I'm telling you now, shouldn't be a racist, and I'm going to say some racist shit. Why? Because I, like you, am a hypocrite. I, my, did I say we were all hypocrites earlier? Did I not say that already? Okay, so that's already been established. But when I was a boy, the homeless were typically black. Or maybe that was just media depictions. But even in reality, it felt like, you see a homeless guy with a fucking coffee cup? Oftentimes a bearded black gentleman. Not so more anymore. Not so more. Not so anymore. Now the caricature of a homeless fella is like 20 something whitey with long, it's usually reddish, like orangish. You see a lot of, a lot of homeless whiteys with orangish ponytails or man buns. A lot of them have dogs, look very sunburned. Um, but don't look like they're, you know, if you put them in a fucking dive bar, they fit right in. Think, oh, maybe that's the bassist. Maybe that is the roadie. And they're everywhere. These guys are fucking everywhere. And if you think about it, it makes perfect sense. Because these guys are probably, what, 25 years old? 30 years old? So how old are their parents? Their parents are between 40 and 50 years old. And I don't know if you've been paying attention to generations of Americans, but the generation that are 
currently between the ages of 40 and 50, those motherfuckers never grew up. Have you noticed that? When I was a kid, there was never a 45-year-old grown-ass man that would call himself a gamer. Yeah, I, my personality trait is I play video games a lot. You'd be like a 45-year-old guy. You'd be like, well, does this guy have special needs? Why is he playing video games so often? The guys now between the ages of 40 and 50, they never fucking grew up. And their kids are the homeless kids you see begging for fucking money. I blame the fucking parents. This has been the judgmentalist happy hour to date. I'm gonna, let me tell you as a man with no kids <laughs> or wife, how to raise your kids. That's what people love, don't they? Oh, people love a guy with no kids telling them how to raise their kids. It's not what I'm doing. I don't know how the fuck to raise a kid. I have a sneaking suspicion, though, that you're probably better off, like, it's probably next to impossible to maximize a kid's potential, but it's probably really easy to fuck a kid up. So probably just, as long as you don't fuck up a kid, you know, with the uh, psychological damage, you don't have to be Mr. and Mrs. Perfect Parent. Just let them figure it out. I think we're all hardwired to figure shit out. It's like genetic. Um, but these kids I see homeless, begging for money, they're fucking douchebag parents or probably drug addicts. But then I feel bad about judging a guy or a gal for being a drug addict because God knows those, some of those drugs are designed to be addicting. Opioids. Hey, back hurt. Hey, your back hurt? Got some shit from you. Our military just ran this shit from Afghanistan. This is some pure, uncut fentanyl. I can hook you up. I can hook you up, man. I'm a doctor. We got a pharmacy right next door. We'll get you a script. You need a script? Get your script. First one's free. Give it a two-week trial. Yeah, you'll come back. Getting that old opioids. And you take a pill. And I assume it's the greatest feeling ever. Because you come, you know, you know it's bad for you. It's going to create hell on earth, blah, blah. But you keep coming back. It feels so good. And I never, I've never taken an opioid. But I did have a colonoscopy one time. And holy shit, I get it. Whatever drug they pump me in, I, I don't want to know what drug it was. Because if I found out what the fuck drug that was, I'd probably be Googling that shit, going on the dark web, finding out how to get it. Because that drug was the shit. Here's how good that drug was. So you know what a colonoscopy is, right? They stick a camera up your ass to like look inside your colon to look, yeah, I got family history of the old colon cancer. Look for what they call polyps or, or God forbid, tumors, right? But the drugs they put you on, they don't, they don't put you unconscious. They make you not give a fuck that a camera is shoved up your ass. Not only is it shoved up your ass, they show you on the screen what you, what they're seeing or what the camera's seeing. And I am not a man who uh, wants anything near my ass, let alone inside of it. Without that drug, I would have been clenched up and trembling like a 
like a scared puppy the second they lowered my gown. Those fucking drugs. I was like, fuck it. Let's party. Looking at that screen. Whoa, that's my intestine. And I barely remembered. It was like a, it was like a dream. And I know I said some crazy shit. There's no way I didn't. I would have said some crazy shit just being stone cold sober like I am right now, obviously, with my coffee. Do I even publish this podcast? I feel like it's been um, even more unhinged than usual. Which is fine. Who gives a fuck? But anyway, that drug, I didn't give a fuck that there was a camera on my ass. I felt so good after it was over. And then you're coming down. It's a slow come down off the drug. And then I had some edibles too, some gummy candies. So I also had a little bit of a cannabinoid high uh, creeping up on top of whatever drugs they gave me. Then you find out, good news, Matt, you don't have the colon cancer. Whoa, that alone is like a drug. You know, not that I, you know, was too worried, but it's good news to not have bowel cancer, right? So don't have bowel cancer, high as fuck, little cannabinoid Eddie. Pretty good day. It's a pretty fucking good day. That sun is a little brighter. That grass is a little greener. Huh? So we end on that high note. Just when things get down, when you see these shitty protests, and I know there's some fucking douchebag protesters too. Okay, I know that. And I'm I'm even interested in the idea that BLM is ultimately a Marxist front. I, I like that. I'm not I'm not against that idea either. Um but whenever you're down on this shit. Every down, oh, the virus is going to kill us. Just remember, you don't have bowel cancer, right? And if you ever want to get a colonoscopy, I, I think they're, are they preventative? Is that considered preventative care? Whatever it is, if your insurance covers it, I mean, they're out there. Why don't you, you know, let's make this a public service announcement. You know colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths among men next to prostate cancer. I don't know if that's true. It sounds true, though, doesn't it? Well, you can dramatically lower your risk of colon cancer by doing a routine checkup once every 10 years starting at age 35 if it runs in your family history. And if it doesn't run in your family history, maybe think about getting one at age 45 just for shits and giggles. No pun intended. Colonoscopy. You can help save more people than our shitty masks that we put on our face and convince ourselves that work, even though it's not a scuba tank and we're obviously breathing in the air that is surrounding the mask. You can save twice as many by getting a regular colonoscopy. All right, guys. This has been the Hey Okay Ha Happy Hour. I hope you guys are staying cool. Stay safe down there in Louisiana. I know it's... uh, I know it's getting a little crazy there with, what, you got two hurricanes? Jesus Christ. And hope you're safe in Minneapolis. Don't get too crazy out there. I hope cooler heads prevail. Or wherever the fuck you are. You know what? It doesn't matter where the fuck you are in this world. I hope cooler heads prevail. So take care of yourself. In the meantime, take care of each other. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.